You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to the Global Spotlight Podcast. Today, I've got the first of my brilliant Brits. You've been hearing me talk about awesome Aussies and magic Melburnians. Well, now I'm going to interview brilliant Brits and coming soon, cool Canucks. I'm going right around the world for you to interview the absolute coolest people on the planet. And I think we have probably the coolest Brit in the world, certainly the coolest Brit that I personally know, Kaz Aston. She's tweeting for Monarchy Online. She tweets at kazaston.com. She's tweeting for some of the uh, most amazing rising stars in the world of music. She's such an exciting person. She was a trending topic in Montreal last week. <laughs> it's such an exciting time. Welcome to the call, Kaz. Hello. Look, I'm so excited to be chatting to you again because we worked uh, briefly on the uh, the Twitter for Performers uh, audio series. And if you haven't heard the wonderful, wonderful uh, intro to that, Kaz uh, did the intro for our Twitter for Performers uh, audio series, and that's available on twitterforperformers.com. There's a quick tease. It's freebie there. Uh, you've been doing some amazing stuff. I, I just want to—I want to start right at the beginning, and I want to hear how you got into this. What's your story? What's what was your passion for all of the monarchy stuff and the music stuff and the social media stuff? Well, what, what what have you been doing, and where did you start? Well, you know, this whole journey has just got faster and faster and faster. And the first starting point really was kind of exploring for me, was thinking, wow, there's all this social media stuff. You know, this is back in kind of 2005. I, I really think I should do something about this to help my work, to help my stuff with charity, mm -hmm. to, you know, and I just started to get in touch with it. And I think, I'm, I, think I connected with you, Keith, actually in 2007, when we first started sort of sharing stuff on Twitter. And since then, it's just gone crazy because I love it because it's so helpful and so important for the stuff that I do, whether it's with the music industry or charity or education, whatever. It's just great. Mm. I had completely forgotten how we met. I, I want to tell this story. This is an amazing story. I remember you contacted me maybe three or four years ago and said, oh, Pete, I've got this gig. I've got this gig with Rotary. <laughs> And they want me to speak on social media and look, that's fine, I can do that. But can we have a chat? Can you just can you just give me a bit of a brain dump, a Vulcan mind meld on everything you know in ten minutes? Well, it was. And remember, isn't it? yeah, hashtags. Talk, talk me through hashtags. We need to talk about rotary and and social media for social good. Yeah. Social media for social yeah. good. And we did a whole series of PowerPoints. We threw <laughs> together a presentation. And you went and did, well, didn't you do a presentation with about a 1,000 people? Yeah, all across the Rotary Clubs in London, 69 clubs, and I was there. I was at the <laughs> conference, and, and I'm like thinking, and all I was doing was like focusing and, and reflecting on what we talked about, what was current, what was happening. And everybody yeah. looked as if I was absolutely mad. <laughs> And that's actually a very important point. The things are happening so fast 
that you can really you can, there's really a sharp dichotomy between two things. One is you can focus on the tools that have been known to work and are really really useful, which is probably the most sensible approach. And it's actually you've got to make a conscious decision to do that because it's hard. Or you can get taken off track, what we call shiny object syndrome (SOS). You know, shiny object syndrome, and you can go, "Hey, what's WhatsApp, Snapchat? You know, what's that about? I better, I better learn that. That's happening. That's new. I got to, I got to learn that." And suddenly, you spend hours and hours learning all these new things, which may be a complete waste of time. So what we did it on that particular occasion is we brought it back to all of the things that we know have worked well in the last say t- two years, and we and we you gave them a really good decoder, didn't you? Well, it was you know it it, it was it blew them away really because there was so much involved and there was there was podcasts to take away, there was interviews, the things that you'd recorded, but in all in actual fact it was probably about two or three years ahead of where they are now. You know it was so fast you know fast in their minds well i'm trying to learn about social media do i really want to and then we were giving them all the tools to crack crack you know the twitter code to do all this stuff and excel really really quickly and yeah it was great you know those people still ask me for those podcasts they're still on the rotary website for london you know it's like wow hashtags what are those and, you know, the thing that I love is that what you're doing there is you, you started the conversation with, do you really want to do this? It's completely uh, uh, up to you. It's not mandatory. It's not, it's not legislated. You don't have to do it. But if you do want to do it, I've got some stuff. And now I'm very, very excited to talk about this. You're now actually tweeting for the monarchy. <laughs> you're actually tweeting uh, about the modern take on the royal family. Tell me more about that and how all of this stuff is fitting together because this is really, you know, this is really cutting edge. Well, you know, this actually does go back quite a long way in my life for when I was doing this kind of medical stuff, you know, and I was working in, in you know, in a GP we have in the UK, doctor surgeries in the community. And I was working for the Queen's GP and, and that was back in sort of 1997. And I came across all this stuff, visiting Windsor Castle, patients, people that work for the Queen and such like. And, and I, I started to learn about a whole new area that I sort of knew a bit about, but I didn't really understand. So I got really excited by it and joined together with sort of fellow people that were like-minded people. We went to visit things and I said, oh, I need to set a group up for Berkshire. You know, I need to do this. And I did. And it's grown. And then I sort of felt it needed more of an online presence. So I added that into the mix piece. And that's what Monarchy Online has delivered. You know, it's it's an online feature which links together with all the other monarchy charities and we're sharing information via social media. So we have certain people that are good at certain things and others and we just share, share and share. Yeah. And look, this is actually very, very important. If you want to know more about that, go to monarchyonline.org. Monarchyonline.org. I want to give you absolute kudos for this because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, we live in the 21st century and this is the new way that people prefer to get information. Okay, the monarchy's been going since 1288 or you would know the exact date. I don't know the exact date. But in, in, in addition to the fact that you've got a rich history, which is centuries old, the modern Brit wants to get information on their mobile. 
wants to, you know, wants to access a tablet, a laptop, a PC. Okay, it's fine that William the Conqueror came, you know, in 1066 in the Battle of Hastings. That's interesting to some people, but it's now 2015. And I've got stuff I want to do and learn, and, and it's important. And what you're doing is you're bridging the gap. You're using modern technology to tell that story of the royals. And how is it going? What are people saying? Well, do you know, it's been really well received, uh, received and, it, and very well, you know, supported, actually. We've had loads of retweets on our Twitter pages, you know, and we have a lot of people. We're just planning, actually, our events for 2015 because a lot of people have been getting in touch. And we've also, actually, I'm really excited about this one, we've linked together to set up a charitable kind of like Go Girl um, award system um, to recognise inspirational women. And from, I said I want to do it from the age of 10 to capture that. So in it supported, one of our patrons is uh, Princess Katerina. So it's great. It's all really working well. Yeah. Yeah, and we we actually originally started working together on with the idea of social media for social good. And of all the things that I love about Twitter, of all the things that I love, the social good element is the one that consistently excites me. Consistently, yeah. we 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 create miracles with the idea that we can share a story really super fast on all of these social media sites. And, you, and you're a living example of how this is now starting to come to really come to play. <laughs> It's crazy, isn't it, when you look at how fast and how quickly all of this has moved. You know, when you were quoting, you know, numbers of YouTube followers, numbers of this, numbers of that, to where we are now, it's so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. One of the things I'm doing with this particular uh, group of, of uh, podcasts, and I've got a funny feeling that I, it might now become a habit that I do a two-parter series because I did one yesterday with a Magic Melburnian. We've got so much to say. I'm very confident we're not going to get through this all in 15 minutes. But tell us a little bit about the ideal clients that you're working with now and who, who you work with as a coach and who you'd like to attract to you. Well, you know, I've got to be honest. You know, I really do like all sorts of people, all sorts of you know, backgrounds. I like diversity. That excites me, you know, but I must be honest, over the last couple of years, I've really started to love working with musicians, new musicians, or top musicians that are launching, you know, or wanting to record with new artists. And it excites me immensely, you know, that you've got young, you know, musicians that are quite scared, and they're coming to really take a big step forward and having loads of support by management teams. And, and that's, really really what's exciting me and and that's my current apart from all the other stuff people put and that's the stuff you can find out about on kazaston.com yeah yeah i mean it, or following me on twitter at kazaston you know or or my blog or whatever but i share about these these new artists and their new you know their singles that they're recording or releasing and that is really cool because Again, going back to the point about trending globally and working with teams of people, when we launched that, we were trending in, you know, in, in the States quickly because we've got the networks together and we're just helping each other because he's a great musician. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. That, that's, that's the thing I love about social media. It's, it's a buzz builder. I re recently did a 13-part a, a interview series in the UAE. I'm so proud of that. And that turned into an e-book about the idea that Twitter, of all of the social media sites, Twitter is the buzz builder. You can start with nothing and you can be trending in Montreal. This actually happened to us last Sunday. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was checking my feed 
And at four o'clock on a Sunday, for some reason, I was trending in Montreal. Now, that's because you were tweeting about me <laughs> in the context of a, uh, a Matt Goss launch, oh, which was occurring. Matt Goss, yeah. Hashtag Matt Goss Day. And every... <laughs> Matt Goss Day. Yeah, hashtag Matt Goss Day. It's always for me, but yes, it was last Sunday. <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm saying this stuff is exciting. You're taking stuff that's interesting anyway, but you're taking it to a global level. And the reason why this is actually important to say is because in the coaching space, there are still a lot of people uh, who are coaching one-to-one and are stuck in the you know, face-to-face, hour-by-hour model. There's still a lot of people that love doing that, and good on you, because it is pretty exciting. But there's a lot of people that are saying, you know what, I wouldn't mind stepping away from the one-on-one model stepping away from the one-on-one model, so to speak, and moving more towards online products or an online presence so that, first of all, I can actually reach more people Mm. with the same amount of effort. And it looks like here, you're actually doing that. (laughs) Well, that's what you do when you do a campaign. You You have to make sure you have a good... You have a good tweet reach if you're using Twitter, you know, that you're sharing the love internationally and, and you're getting the message out there quickly and people are learning and having a good time with it. You know, it's fun to hear new music yeah. or to hear new things. So, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. So this is part one. This is part one. This is obviously now going to become my uh, the standard edition. We've got so much to say. We're going to wrap it up there. We've been talking about Monarchy Online, monarchyonline.org. We've been talking a little bit about music, and you can find out more at Kaz Aston, K-A-Z-A-S-T-O-N. Kaz now has one million followers. <laughs> but we're going to come back in part two, and we're going to dig deep into the world of coaching in social media for musicians. All of the exciting new projects that Kaz is involved with and how you can take your message global by using social media and some of these online tools. So stay with us. We'll be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> 